Good day, hi, my name is Matthew Simpete. Today is the 28th of October 2020, and welcome to uh, today's version of uh, the Sports Talk. Like I promised you, that we will be looking into uh, the matches in the PSL that have been happening, and more interestingly, my, my, my. The surprise, 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 especially in Limpopo. Well, for Kaiser Chiefs, I'm not sure if I can say it was a surprise, but it happened. Like we normally meet on uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, this is where we're meeting on uh, this particular show. I know that we enjoy the show. I enjoy the show myself, and uh, everybody enjoys the show. Don't forget. Hey, hi, my name is Matthew Simpete. Catch me live on the Sports Talk, which is uh, broadcast on uh, dailysun.co.za, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. That's where we're discussing football, cricket, soccer, athletics, and many more. Uh, we're talking about uh, sport politics as well. We invite different guests, players, analysts, and many more. They will be discussing a lot of information, especially for you, uh, Sun readers. Let's meet on the Sports Talk, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It must have been uh, very, very difficult for uh, Chippa United player uh, Grigory Damons to accept it that he considered the goal, an own goal, 13 minutes before the final whistle, whereas Chippa United played exceptionally well against Kaiser Chiefs and their goalkeeper, Veli uh, Moto was, you know, out of this world. But again, Kaiser Chiefs played extremely well. And uh, judging by the performance that came about from Kaiser Chiefs, then one could see that uh, Gavin Hand is working on something unique here, um, considering that he, yesterday, of which it was a Monday, 27th of uh, October, that's when the Court of Arbitration in Sport in uh, Switzerland, they released the verdict on Kaiser Chiefs and they dismissed their appeal. So which means Kaiser Chiefs cannot sign players for the next two transfer window periods, meaning the only time they would be able to sign players would be sometime in June next year. So this now is a big tester for Kevin Hunt to make sure that at least he works around with whatever he has in his camp. Players are there. Nobody knows what's going to happen to Sfisothanti uh, um, uh, because he's been training with uh, Kaiser Chiefs, you know, with the hope that he might be signed. So which means maybe the club might keep him, but unfortunately they won't be able to register him. For a year, gee, I mean, I'm, I can't wait, you know, to understand this one. How is it going to work at uh, Kaiser Chiefs? But judging by the performance the players pulled out, um, the Kaiser Chiefs players, they have done exceptionally well. But again, everybody was shocked with the way Chippa United played under the Sokonolo Siema. And uh, down in Limpopo, Black Leopards got a whipping, a whipping 3-1 from their provincial rivals which was uh, Baroka FC it was very interesting you know with uh, the way uh, the results came about and this was the second match of uh, Black Leopards to have lost by a bigger margin now question marks are being put up what might happen in their next game well it's something which is uh, there for anybody else to consider but again going back to the Chiefs game um, Leonardo Castro hit the post Kamabiliad hit the post. Uh, player like uh, Lebo Manyama hit the post. 
which was just uh, an amazing night of football. And we managed to speak to uh, different coaches. My colleagues um, who, uh, who attended the uh, visual press conference managed to speak to everybody who was in camp. And uh, they managed to get, uh, you know, everybody's comments. But now let's start with Letlokonolo uh, Siema. Let's hear what he said about uh, his Chippa United team, because I think they played extremely well. But now, on this show, we normally allow you to get, uh, you know, the views from the coaches. Let's hear what Kogi says. Yes, and I think we applied ourselves very well in terms of, um, it's a relatively new squad, and we are building something here. And uh, I just told them that they, they looked down and I said, yeah, I can be disappointed, but don't be discouraged. This is a process. We are building something here and uh, a lot of uh, positives that were coming out and some of them is their first time to play here. So I'm happy with the, the way we are coming and this is the second game only that we are playing all the season and we, we're going to build up. But um, I'm happy with the Yeah, no, there are a lot of positives. Like I like the energy, the belief that they had, the, the confidence that they had, they played against the, the Kaiser Chiefs team. And um, they pushed as far as up until the unfortunate uh, goal that came. But Grigori now, I tell you, if you come and you could see him now, he's already smiling because you have, I've spoken to them in the dressing room. I said, look, guys, the way you, are, you, you treat yourself out there, I was very pleased. And I said, Grigori, if it was not you, who did you want it to be? You could not go to town and get somebody and put him there. You, because you're working. That's why mistakes will come. And we are learning from them. And they, they have agreed we lose as a team, we win as a team, and they will throw some games as a team. And the belief is there, because I said you you lose to Kaiser Chiefs, you lose to Sundowns, you lose to 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 Orlando Pirates, and then you're going to come and dig the grave for yourselves. It's not going to help. There are still other teams that are out there that we still have to compete. So this one is water under the bridge. I like the spirit that they, gave, they showed and the determination. I like how the captain came up. He kept us in the game for long. A lot of great saves there. And that is how you can see that the team is confidence and the team that is not afraid to make mistakes. And yeah, with a young squad like this, you're expecting that you'll have those uh, mistakes. But they'll learn from it. It's just that, yeah, this preseason was too short and then you didn't have much of the games like you, you normally would like to have. And then now we're gonna learn the hard way. We have to learn as quickly as possible. However, it's, a, it's it's working with the young team. Some of them are new. They were excited. They will give you those up and down performances, and you'll have to manage them very well. And believe in me, they are coming against the Kaiser Chiefs team. Some of them, maybe they even grew up supporting the team. So now all of a sudden they are playing against them. So these are the things that I'm not, they happened to me when I was still a player and uh, I'm not going to be hard on the players, but at least now this today, I'm happy that the lesson was learned. And yeah, they, the only thing that I'm looking at at the moment that we're rubbing it in, it was that we have to have the structure. You see that the structure was there. We tried to keep the shape and then try to make sure that we are difficult to be beaten and you will get there. But no, there are a lot of positives that I can take. And yeah, with the new team, you'll always have those uh, up and down performances. that you And it's a team that you will grow in with confidence. And there are a lot of positives that I've seen. I cannot say, no, I was expecting them to do this. It's only the second game of our preseason. 
me, this team, if you can ask me, come the fourth game, the fifth game, then I think they will, we have understood. Definitely the performance was just uh, out of this world, especially playing against a team like Akeza Chiefs. And you would think that Shohil uh, Shokonolo Siema, he's the guy you know who used to give Keza Chiefs uh, problems when he was still at uh, Bloemfontein Celtic. But now being with Shipa again, he's uh, carried on, you know, from uh, how he uh, performs. You know, um, if it wasn't for the own goal, then uh, the game could have ended in a draw, on of which... Uh, both Kaiser Chiefs and uh, Chippewa United applied themselves extremely well. And even Gavin Hunt, you know, he considered that um, the, 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 the Chipper team played exceptionally well. He remembers, you know, on many occasions, especially for his side, they hit the goalposts, I think it was about four times. And, uh, you know, the players were playing under pressure knowing that uh, they've lost the case against the Court of Arbitration in sport. And Gavin went to this game, you know, with uh, a lot of uh, substitutions, you know, players like... Itumilin Kuni was on the bench, players like uh, Willard Kassandi was on the bench, players like Ramachwem Pahlele uh, was on the bench. There were too many players, you know, key players were on the bench. So telling you that Gavin Hunt is trying to build up a team because they still have got Africa to compete. And, you know, guys like uh, Daniel Akpey, I think he's done exceptionally well as well because he managed to get his uh, paperwork, like his work permit, and he's uh, managed to uh, recover from uh, the small injury that he had. But Gavin, being Gavin, he says, you know, they, they will definitely learn. You know, every game comes with uh, its own challenges and they will have uh, to learn from this one. He speaks again about Ngozin uh, Pilen Novo, who I think made a lot of mistakes on the day, despite being uh, voted as man of the match. But uh, he runs the whole field, granted. But now his uh, ball accuracy is something which uh, needs to be looked into by Gavin Hunt because uh, most of the balls that he's been uh, passing were off target and uh, he could have scored I think about three times and I think uh, Gavin would agree with me on this one. Again, Kama Billiard also had a lot of opportunities but he didn't utilize them. So this is something that has uh, made Gavin Hunt uh, you know, not comfortable because Gavin explains it that Kama Billiard must start playing as a team, not as an individual. He says in uh, last weekend's game, he was playing for himself, let's hear what Gavin have to say about this one. Gavin? Well, I thought there were, there were certainly glimpses tonight. Um, you know, that I thought our shape was much better. But every game will give you a different different problem. Um, the only thing, obviously, I thought we created so many good opportunities and we didn't score. You know, we hit the post, I'm not sure how many times in the first half, which was a bit frustrating. Because you can see where a little bit of tension set in a little bit at the end, but that's that's natural. When you when you lose like we did on the weekend, you're going to get a little bit of that. So we'll take one step forward and um, and try and go from here. I don't think it affects us on the weekend at all. I don't really. But obviously it just gives me a little bit uh, better understanding of some of the players. Um, there was a few eyebrows raised tonight, but um, I knew my gut was. I knew what you know. I thought it was right to do. So let's see for the next game. Well, you know, I want my team to play with a with a much much more pressing style. I mean, I don't know, you know, that's what I like and that's what I want. I want higher energy. You know, uh, distances must be equal. Um, you know, from a football perspective. So, you know, we haven't been very good at that. But I, I do, I do. I, if it's one thing for the players, we play two day games in 30 degree heat, which is very difficult to play that type of style. But when we play a game like the Zenu. You know, we were so much better. And I, and I think it's a, it's a better game of football. So, you know, I've always said, 
night games are much better in the PSL than these day games. And we've got a couple coming up. When it's in the mid thirties of temperature, and it's hard to, to to play with a style. That, you know, where you want to, you know, high energy, good pressing, good distances. You know, and these type of things. So yeah, um, and we all get. You know, we're right in coming to summer, which is always difficult. So the more night games, the better. That's for sure. Another question, you know, for Gavin Hand was on the five changes coming from Mazola Molefe asking uh, Coach Gavin, you know, to at least give us an explanation like what really happened there. Let's just have a listen. Yeah, look, at, um, I, I, I've been working here for the last month uh, under the illusion that it's not going to get turned over, and it didn't. So, you know, I've got to make it better. Uh, and I'm going to try and improve the team and try and improve the players. I mean... Um, Obviously, as we, we know that there's certain players in certain positions that we lack, but it is what it is, and I must just get on with it. So, one step forward, try and mould players the way I'm thinking and what I'm trying to do. And, and you know, I just thought it was a better shape to come away from home and play uh, in this environment with, with the shape and the balance of the team. I thought it would be better. So, that had a lot to do with it. And we're obviously playing three games a week now. Right at the start of the season, I mean, if you're mid-season, it's fine. Like, when you get into Africa and that, and then we, you know, you'll be more in momentum. But we need to just be careful, you know, than trying to run a team in the ground and then try and play the next game without without rotating a little bit here and there. Uh, the problem is, you know, I haven't, we haven't had a proper pre-season. I think uh, Itu came back from a major injury, um, didn't play much, then played right at the end, and then we've had two, three weeks, maybe two weeks, three and a half weeks, uh, of, of trying to do, trying to get everybody settled in, and uh, Daniel's obviously he had a problem with his um, his work permit, uh, and it came through yesterday. So, you know, I just felt he was certainly ready to play, and let's have a look. You know, yeah, look, I mean, I thought, I thought on the weekend, uh, you know, I heard from sources that we should have lost six or five or six nil, but they scored a goal from a penalty from a corner. Uh, and we had some good opportunities ourselves, so I thought there was a little bit of pride, and I saw I saw that tonight. And um, you know, any win, any time, anyway, I wouldn't say it breeds confidence, but it certainly puts you in a better perspective uh, for the next game. And the next game happens to be on on Saturday. On Saturday, definitely, they've got uh, Orlando Paris playing in the first leg of the MTN8. That's where uh, it's going to be a real tester for uh, Kevin Hunt. Let's carry on, you know, listening to what he told the journalist after the match. So, really, um, I was more embarrassed about Saturday than anything else from a personal perspective. But it's history now. That's my way I've always played and it's, it's good for my eye. I thought the football we played today was some excellent football at times. Um, and, you know, our midfield tonight was really comfortable and that, that's what we try and, you know, we try and get to. Obviously with energy to get up and support and defend and, you know, I, I don't like defensive midfield players or attacking midfield players. I like, I like them, they must have, you know, they must be tough. Must be able to do both jobs. So I don't. That's not my. That's not my way. It's never been my way. So hopefully, um, you know. But every, as I said, every game will give you different problems. You know, they. You know, didn't press as much um, them. So the next game it could be pressed, and now how do we play out of those situations? But it's all a learning curve for, for certainly um, a lot of the players. Well, uh, you know, I, no, I won't say much to him. If he, but if he drops below the standard, then you know he won't play. So. He knows, but every young player will go through that ups and 
what he does off the ball is the most important thing. I mean, he's got so much ability, the boy. Um, I mean, he should have scored tonight, and he's had two, three chances in the last two, three games as well to score. So that's the next step of the, you know, that he's got to take. But also, what he's got to do, he's got to be better without the ball, and that those are things that, you know, you've got to have that in him. I, I can only give him the platform and show him and and, and explain to him and and coach him, you know. But uh, it's up to the boy. Um, and you know what we mustn't do, and we do it too much in South Africa. They have one good game, and then we blow them up. Uh, you know, we've got to keep his feet in the ground and uh, and really demand more from him, and which he's got. I think he's got more in him. But ability, we can't. You know, we can't just have players with ability. We've got to have players with doing the right things. And um, let's take it one step at a time with him. You know, but he's played three games now. I, I was only there a week, and I, I, I put him straight in, and he's played three games, but. I think the next step is, as I say, to try and get a little bit frustrated. He's definitely frustrated, and uh, that's Angosipile uh, Nwobo, who has done exceptionally well as well. Apologies for the sound, but now let's hear Gavin Hunt again when he's addressing the issue of uh, Um You know, any, any striker would be a little bit frustrated. He hasn't scored. He didn't score much, you know, in the last, in the last couple of games. So, you know, he's got to do a little bit more simpler that simplify the game a little bit more even in the second half he tried to get too clever but to be fair you know in three games now he's had a good couple of chances um as long as he keeps working on there's another one you know keeps running off the ball keeps defending keeps doing the right things um you you know he'll keep playing but you know we've got it we just i think he just break the ice with him i think if he breaks the ice i think he could get a couple and i thought tonight was a chance you know i think he hit the post i don't know once or twice and he had, the second half one was the one he should have scored. When he came across the box and he opened up the whole goal, you know, he had to hit the target there. But, yeah, he's doing well, working hard. Team first, him second, and then we're okay. You know, that's the most important thing. He can't think of himself. I mean, on Saturday, he tried to shoot from corner flags and things like that, which we can't, it's not acceptable. I told him. So, um, he'll, get, he'll get better. As long as he buys in, he'll get better. Best of luck to uh, Gavin Hande and his Giza Chiefs team when they will be playing in the Soweto Derby this coming weekend, as well as uh, the other weekend where they will be playing two semi-final matches um, in the MTN 8. And uh, I think he's given us uh, you know, a perspective of what to expect from his uh, Giza Chiefs team, who have done exceptionally well, you know, Gavin, under the circumstances. Um, that are prevailing there at Kaiser Chiefs, especially where they can't sign players. And now we know that next two transfer window periods, they won't be able to sign players. And that's the law. That's what uh, uh, the punishment that came from FIFA with regards to uh, the way in which uh, Ducks was signed by uh, Kaiser Chiefs. And moving to the Limpopo Derby, where Black Leopards lost uh, 3-1 to uh, Baroka FC. You know, Richard Mbulu scored twice and Evidence Makopa scored another one where else Pedelani Mfanafuti Shozi managed to score one for Black Leopards, which uh, doesn't sound a bit uh, good. And uh, their coach, uh, Patrick Housem, he doesn't beat about the bush. He's telling it the way it is. Just take a listen at the coach. Take notes. Uh, we had a very tough uh, beginning of the, of the game, and you know, when, uh, when you are losing 3-0 at the, at the halftime, you cannot expect uh, anything. So... Uh, uh, we made uh, mistakes, individual mistakes and uh, collective mistakes, and we we punished uh, ourselves. Yes. So at home, 3-0 at halftime, it's very very difficult to come back 
even if we made a good uh, second half with uh, some changes and with more intention, uh, it was not enough. We scored one goal, but it was not enough. So it's the second uh, game that uh, we only play 45 minutes. That's the biggest problem. So uh, and if you if you want to to win a game, we need to play uh, 90 minutes. So. Uh, now uh, it's uh, two games, two defeats. Uh, it's not a good, uh, good start, but we knew that it, uh, it will be uh, difficult, and we knew that uh, we will have a, a very uh, difficult start of the season. We are still missing some players. I, th I, I hope that some players will uh, will come to, to reinforce uh, the game because we miss a little bit uh, experience. But now we need to focus on the game in uh, in Amazulu. So uh, we have a game in, in five days. Uh, in, no, in one week, sorry, we will uh, we will need some freshness. We have to work, we have to work hard, work hard. But we knew that from uh, from the beginning, and we will keep doing. So the, uh, we will not give up. We knew it will be a, a tough start. Uh, it's it's the case now. So now we will see the reaction of, of the players. And uh, yes, uh, what I would like from my players is to play 90 minutes and not not 45 minutes because during this. Uh, Two times 45 minutes, we, we show good things, and I would like that for, 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 for 90. That is how the coach will react, especially after one of his uh, own players scores an own goal that is uh, shows it there. But Tebuko uh, Matome is the one who scored uh, the consolation goal for Black Leopards. And this tells you something about uh, Black Leopards that the coach, Patrick Gossem, is new in the PSL. Oh, let's hope that. Uh, um, he will improve with time. Let's hear what uh, Matsimela have to say for Barroca. Yeah, I think a very good game. Uh, uh, we managed to score three goals first half. So I think, yeah, the performance of the boys first half is looking good. And uh, coming second half, he looked like shaky because uh, Lopez scored one. And then they, we gave them hope that they will come back and score. So, but the overall performance of my boys, uh, I'm happy. And uh, we're looking forward for the next Matsimela is currently holding on for Dylan Kerr, who's uh, currently being uh, suspended by the club, um, you know, for some other internal matters, especially where they are charging him for insubordination and many other charges. And uh, he's currently still out. But now, with uh, the way things are going, I think uh, maybe uh, Dylan Kerr, you know, he might stay longer outside because Matsimela is winning matches and the team is performing well. Um, under the circumstances, it happens all the time in our football. My name is Matthew Simpete. Let's meet again in the next episode of uh, the Sports Talk, which is going to be this coming Friday. And that's when we will be talking about uh, or looking ahead to the MTNA, the Soweto Derby, the first one. This season, we will be having four Soweto Derbys. So which is going to be a humdinger. Hopefully you are enjoying our show. And you, don't forget, spot at dailysun.co.za and we always appreciate your support. From me, Matthews, cheers. <laughs>